Hi everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back. back, guys. Yes, we are back from our spring slash Easter break and we had a good time. Well, I'm gonna speak for myself. I had a good time off. What about you, Eugene? Definitely, definitely had a good time off. The kids also were on spring break. So, you know, it was just kind of nice to have family time and just enjoy one another and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. younger sister had a baby, her third baby. Oh, yay. Yay. Yeah, yeah. So some spring blessings and stuff. So yay. it's been a nice relaxing time. Yeah. I had family come in from uh, my father-in-law came in from St. Kitts. Oh, very good. Uh, yeah. Nice. And um, he visited with us. And okay. then um, his sister came down from D.C. And so she, we had all had Easter together. Oh, nice. So it was nice. The kids had a little indoor Easter egg hunt because it was okay. raining. <laughs> it oh, was you raining. guys got rain on Easter. Okay. Yeah, we got to take some pictures. So it was really nice. Um, just kind of laid back and chill. And I tried to do get some writing done but okay. that was it for me that okay. was that did was, you get some was, good um, writing done how's, how's that going? I got I got I got I got quite a bit done and good. I'm working on a follow-up to my first uh manuscript awesome. so awesome. yeah so that's going pretty good very nice cool. yeah 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 so last time y'all listened to us, which seemed like ages ago. I know. Um we were talking about uh Bridgerton. Uh and so um we talked a lot about um hot topics. Uh we talked about Tyler Perry and his intimacy. Anthony, the voice coming out. Yes, the Matia voice coming out. Yeah, the voice coming during intimacy. <laughs> <laughs> I think Anthony we unanimously Anderson. agreed that wasn't cool, but to yes, each, oh. it was weird. We talked mm-hmm. about Anthony Anderson and his wife splitting up, and Raymond Santana and London's aka Delicious also splitting up. Yeah, messy. Um, up. Yeah. Very messy. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope you all got a chance to catch up on Bridgerton season two. It was, I think it was well, we didn't spoil the whole thing last week. We did year, spoil so it, but we well. warned y'all. We, we gave a spoiler alert. We sure did. But I we hope they caught up. And the star, been she's been doing a lot of press, so it's been really nice mm-hmm. to see her out and about and stuff. I know she yeah. was addressing a lot of things like you know, the slow burn thing that keeps mm. coming up and stuff. She mm. said she really liked it that way. She did acknowledge that a lot of people were expecting it to be a little more intense and racy and sexy like last season. And it wasn't, mm. but it was just as special. But yeah, it's been nice to kind of see her out and about. I hope that this kind of skyrockets her career and stuff. We need to see more Indian, brown, you know, brown Indian women, Indian yes. women, period, you know, in these lead roles. So that but, was it, nice. but especially brown ones. Yeah. So much, and she's talking so much a lot of that. Yes. Yes. I think yes. she said she's probably one of the first quote dark skin. I'm saying quote mm-hmm. dark, but you know, one of the first darker brown Indians to get this kind of leading role. It's kind yeah. of unheard of, I guess, in Bollywood. And here, yeah, oh, very I'm unheard so of. She's breaking barriers. Mm-hmm. Very unheard of. Mm-hmm. And then in watching romance, we talked second chance at love with Eric LaSalle and Gloria Rubin, which was on Hallmark. And then the first installment of the Fallen Angels Murder Club. There's also been a second one since then, so we'll talk mm-hmm. about that later. Mm-hmm. And then reading romance, uh, we talked about uh, The Wedding Crasher by Mia Sosa. And uh, in listening to romance, I shouted out our friends at the Categorically Romance podcast with Bree, Sarah, and now mm-hmm. their new edition, Erin. So welcome to Erin mm-hmm. on their podcast. So this week, 
Um, we don't really have a topic this week, so we're going to do a big hot topic potpourri and mm-hmm. talk about all the things that have happened since the break. So we're just going to run it and talk about all the things that have yeah. gone on in, in in romance hot topic land. So yeah. what's the what's the first thing? I know what the first thing is going to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the first thing, unless you've been living under a rock. So for this past week, it'll be week and a half by the time this podcast airs, but Rihanna and ASAP Rocky. So they were yeah. in the news in a major way in what appeared and turned out to be major hashtag fake news. Fake so news. let's just back up for a second. We all remember Tasha K. That's the blogger, vlogger, blogger slash blogger who Cardi B sued and won mm-hmm. after, you know, Cardi said that she basically caused her mental, you know, an emotional distress to the mm-hmm. point of feeling suicidal after she made up rumors about Cardi, you know, having STDs and just all this other stuff that basically it's allegedly Tasha K made it up and Cardi won and, you know, she sued her for millions and it was obviously not about the money for Cardi, but more about the principle. You can't exactly. just put stuff out there and destroy people's lives. I think a lot of times people think that celebrities and even social media personalities are kind of like these invincible superhuman people, but they're real mm-hmm. people. They have real feelings. So that said, this is kind of another situation, at least so far. I feel like the story is still developing and unfolding. Mm-hmm. But basically, this uh, last Thursday, a fashion writer, so even though he's a fashion writer, his name is Luis Pisano or Luis Pisano. He's known as being very messy. So he's kind of like yes. fashion writer slash self-proclaimed Gossipy. messy gossip. And he, he acknowledges mm-hmm. and owns that. But I think this time he even knows he went too far. Anyway, so last Thursday, Luis Pisano tweeted that basically Rihanna and ASAP had broken up that she had dumped him after she caught him cheating with shoe designer Amina Mawadi. I think I'm Mawadi. Yeah, it's Amina Mawadi. She yeah. makes really pretty shoes. Beautiful girl. Um, you know, she's a wonderful, talented shoe designer who has collaborated with both ASAP and um, Rihanna. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it just made the story that much more, you know lascivious and juicy the fact that she'd worked with them and she's beautiful it's just bringing up memories of you know Rachel with the good hair and people speculating not Rachel mm-hmm. Becky with the good Becky hair with the spe- hair. <laughs> speculating it was Rachel Roy or whatever and yeah. you know just that whole messiness so and then so after that story broke of course all of the gossip blogs pounced on it meanwhile there's no real evidence of this but suddenly more sites are coming out talking about they saw rihanna you know at a restaurant with asap and he was she was crying at the table and then others report that she had unfollowed him on instagram and took down all his pictures you know how this goes and so everybody's Mm -hmm. kind of like for a couple days they were in frenzy asap was the bad guy how could he cheat during the pregnancy and and i'm not i don't know if he is a good guy but i'm just saying it just you know everyone loves rihanna she's like america's sweetheart so it was just a very disgusting story and then you know as the details kind of (coughs) unfolded people are now coming out close to them saying this is not true at all. What are you talking about? We just saw them at the airport. We just saw them, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Usually these celebrities kind of hold their head high and don't acknowledge this kind of foolish. Remember when Beyonce was cheated on by Jay-Z? We never yeah. heard anything out of her mouth to confirm or deny it until she released her album. 
was right. a lemonade. And yeah. then that was when she kind of poured out her truth. But she wasn't going to dignify the rumors or whatever. So similarly, Rihanna and Rihanna and ASAP have stayed mom. However, Amina kind of, she decided to speak out. I think just enough was enough about her. Yeah, she and was so she, Yeah, mm-hmm. she was kind of like, because remember, this is a career woman. And, and she's like, this is our friend. Yes, mm-hmm. it's, they're, they're friends of hers. And she wants to do continue to do business in Hollywood. And these are A-list mm-hmm. clients. And if people think that you're being Becky with the good hair, being messy and causing, cheating on someone, being an other woman and this woman's pregnant, it really, that kind of thing can do damage to your career. It really so can. Amina basically spoke up about these rumors. She called them vile. She said there's no truth to them. Um, just to give a little quote, I won't read her whole thing, but she said, quote, in the last 24 hours, I've been reminded that we live in a society that is so quick to speak on topics regarded regardless of factual basis. Mm-hmm. She said this on Instagram. She said that she initially had no intentions of responding to the rumors, but she said, eventually I decided to speak up. She said, cause this was not only directed toward me, but it's related to people. I have a great amount of respect and affection mm-hmm. for. Um, mm-hmm. So she didn't explicitly address the cheating allegations. She said she wished Rihanna a serene, you know, continuation of her best dressed pregnancy. And she said that she wished everyone else a happy Easter. Um, So obviously the rumors gained traction very quickly. Um, I don't even know if everybody has understood that it's probably not true because, you know, I love to believe the worst and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So after she spoke up, now people are like, yeah, you know, we've been seeing them together. We're close friends with them. We have no reason to believe any of that's true. Um, So the reason why I brought up Tasha Kay in the beginning is because I think that um, this fashion blogger, Luis, realized the error of his ways. And he quickly started to kind of like backtrack and backpedal and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, and by the way they said that this guy Louis Luis is known to be messy and associates with messy people like he him and Azalea Banks follow each other and we know oh, she has messy boots she and really he is in, mm-hmm, <laughs> he's been involved in other in the middle of other celebrity drama in November 2021 he said that there was a fashion designer named Daniel Lee who was fired from Bottega Veneta after calling somebody there a racial slur. And he said he heard that from a reliable source. And then later on, the manager of Bottega Veneta and some other people said it was absolutely not true. And so this is the first time he's been, yeah, he's been super messy. So after Mawadi addressed the rumors and basically was just like, there's nothing true about this. He then posted a response of his own And he basically said, quote, he gave a long statement. I'm just going to read a line or two from it. He called his tweet a dumb decision. He said it was a dumb decision to tweet information I had received without knowing if it was factual or not. He said he apologized for all the unnecessary drama. And he said, I'd like to formally apologize to all parties I involved with my actions and for my reckless tweets. He went on to say a lot more to basically talk about how he's going to really try to like take a step back from social media, from Twitter Mm -hmm. to really just focus on fashion, to step away from his messy reputation because he realizes that he could be hurting people. And, you know, unless you have the facts, you shouldn't say anything. It was a very appropriate apology, but Mm -hmm. it's just like his one, his couple of tweets just went viral so quickly and Mm -hmm. he's just freaking lucky that he's not ending up like Tasha K. I think I know. 
and and ASAP are just too busy planning their lives and this baby to be worried about suing him. But this woman, Mwadi, still could. Do you know what I'm saying? Because she yeah, has she really a lot could. more to lose. This could have mm-hmm. this this stain on her reputation. For some people, you know how some people are, they're never going to not believe it. It's going to be in the back of their mind. So right. I think that this Luis guy is realizing that he might end up the next Tasha K, and he is trying his darndest to do this damage control right quick. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you, you got to just think about what you say. And I know we talked about this around the Tasha K, Cardi B situation. As as and and we're a part of this world, right? As social media personalities, as bloggers, bloggers, mm-hmm. podcasters. Obviously, you're going to repeat rumors. I know you and I try to use allegedly, but yes. I never would break news that I did not see with my own eyes. And honestly, exactly. if I did see with my own eyes, I would still think long and hard about if it's worth it. Do you know what I'm saying? But for sure, to be the first one to break news, it's a risk. You know how when mm-hmm. Wendy Williams used to be on her um producers would always be flashing allegedly allegedly every time right, she right, right. said something and she would say it with a smirk but you gotta you gotta be careful about the things you're saying because they affect mm-hmm. people you know it's like like cardi b said she felt suicidal she felt depressed rihanna's pregnant mm-hmm. so it's Lord like a part of her has to look mm-hmm. at him side eye like why are was everyone saying that you cheating with this girl like i'm sure they had to have a conversation at home about it or maybe they just mm-hmm. laughed it off and she and, and you know but this guy, Luis, is lucky if this goes away quietly. Yeah, because, I mean, bro, like, like, Crazy. first of all, like you said, she's pregnant. And mm-hmm. I, we both have been there with postpartum yeah. depression and things yeah. of that nature. And for her to be, you know, feeling that way or feeling sick or yeah. feeling depressed. Oh, yeah. my God. He put her he put her mentals in such a dangerous Absolutely. situation. And I, I, I mean, she so probably reckless. won't sue mm-hmm. because she's busy and she got a life. But if I was a Mawadi lady, I probably would sue. Yeah, because the Mawadi lady has more to lose. Her reputation is now tainted. Her business is still fairly new. Right. You know, everybody loves, I mean, I see her shoes on a lot of people. But, you know. No, but it's kind of like being the the nanny to a couple. It's like Mm. nannies who are young and attractive get a hard What's, they get they kind of don't get a break because they, they get a side eye yeah yeah because it's already like we assume that we you know there could be something going on you see too many stories of the nanny running off with the husband or whatever mm-hmm. so we try to you know they depict moms or wives as hiring these middle-aged frumpy women and it's kind <laughs> right. of like she has these a-list clients she doesn't want to be known as i slept with my client's man who's yeah, right. gonna hire her because if that's right. in the back of your mind and she's attractive it's like if, if beyonce is looking for somebody to design some shoes she already done went through what she went through with jay-z so mm-hmm. if she has between mawadi and two other kind of up-and-coming designers who are bomb i wouldn't choose mawadi first because now mm-hmm. in the back of your mind so that's the kind of thing that could damage her and prevent yeah. her from getting work so shame on you louise or lewis or i don't know which high grounds his name you know she if she starts if she starts seeing sales go down and stuff mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. she can sue him yeah like, I, w- I would totally sue him if I see my pockets getting hit in any type of way, sure, I'm that's what like, I'm yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm not saying that this young man pulled this rumor up out of his ass. He might have, because I don't know where Tasha mm-hmm. K got her information from. But if he got it from someone, he might have need to vet his sources a little better or let them break mm-hmm. the news. Sometimes I think in this industry of social media, you know, the person who breaks the news could that could blow up your career, like in a good way. Right, that could be right. what puts you on the map, you know. 
Um, and I know that a lot of celebrity bloggers from way back when, like Nicole Bitchy, they rely on like mm-hmm. their internal Hollywood sources whispering in their ear and say, just don't say who said it to you, but break this story. And then if Nicole Bitchy's the first one, everybody cites her. So that could be a great step forward in your career. So I don't right. know, like I said, that he made this up, but whoever his source mm-hmm. is, and the reality is it could be true, like allegedly, like we don't know. Allegedly. But yeah. it's just like, now he's the one in the hot seat for breaking this messy news because everyone's very mm-hmm. protective of Rihanna. So very. they were seen um, heading on a flight to Bahamas looking very much unbothered. So, yes, which, yeah, yeah. I know <laughs> that like they were ready for fun. Fr- exactly. Or... That's mm-hmm. where she's from. I assume she's going to see family. I don't know if it's a baby moon or if they're going to just be there till she delivers. So the baby's my Bahamian. But, you know, wishing them the best or whatever. They don't mm-hmm. need this extra drama. It's enough, you know, yeah. being first time parents for her and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's enough to think yeah. about. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So the story is still mm-hmm. developing, child. By the time our podcast airs on Friday, who knows what they'll be saying now? But for now, this is where things are. It is fake news. Mm-hmm. Hashtag fake news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hashtag. We we ain't believe it no way. But, yeah, but, yeah. It was ridiculous. But, but I didn't believe it. I was like, yeah, right. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, like, with it being be a ASAP, it's not like it was completely out of the question, but it was mm-hmm. still like what like he nah. seems so head over heels for rihanna though he does seem head you over heels saying? so like, it was shocking I, and yeah. disappointing but just not completely yeah not i would have been more shocked if it was like russell wilson not wilson russell yeah russell wilson mm-hmm. like it wasn't like unheard of for his character but he does seem very much smitten and love so mm-hmm. it was just yep. like what who who does that like that's just dumb <laughs> right dumb. yeah so dumb yeah yeah But in other news that's not fake news, because it came straight from the source, Alice Walker recently sat down um, for an interview, and she called Tracy Chapman, the singer, her great love. So she talked about a relationship that they once shared that I don't think anybody ever knew about. Girl, I I did not know that these older women were together, honey. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's just, just, I know, this was news to me. So we mm. all know Tracy Chapman, you know, if you're in our generation, probably an older, she had her mm. hit singer, hit single, Fast Car, and a bunch of other songs. I really didn't Lots know of her song. career, um, but I know Fast Car, and what was the other one? I don't Give know. Give me one reason to stay here. Give me one Right, that's the other yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, don't know her other music, here. but I know that she was very popular, and in particular, a particular niche or whatever. Mm-hmm. Very stuff. folksy. Very, mm-hmm. very folksy, mm-hmm. very talented mm-hmm. woman. And I don't think she ever fell off. She just kind of was had a career that was just like strong, low key, though. Mm-hmm. So she's mm-hmm. always continued her performances and stuff. You know, she's yeah. just someone who was just a very non-problematic, talented, yeah. low key. You never see her Person. in the headlines, yeah. drama. You don't hear about her falling off the club drunk and all this <laughs> stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? She always kept it classy and mm-hmm. yes, But anyway... <laughs> <laughs> like she would never be in hot topics. She was a nice middle aged woman. That's it. She just yeah. keeps to her business. That's you know? it. So she may or may not appreciate this story. I don't think, think she would. And, and Alice Walker, <laughs> Alice Walker spoke would. on that as well. But basically, Alice Walker, who we know and love for her, mostly for her book, The Color Purple, but of course, she's an mm-hmm. author and has written so many. She's just so great and so talented. Yeah. We love Alice Walker. Um, but anyway, so. She is um, coming out with a new book herself. So, of course, she's doing press. Her new book is called Gathering Blossoms Under Fire. So she mm-hmm. sat down with Miss Gail King, 
And she talked about, you know, she was very open about how throughout her life she's dated both men and women. And Mm -hmm. she reports that she had a relationship with Tracy Chapman in the 90s. So this is back Mm. when Alice Walker was in her 20s. So Alice Walker is how old? 60s now? No, you mean Tracy Chapman was in her 20s. With Tracy well, Chapman. well, 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 yeah, because I was like, Tracy doesn't appear to be right. So when Tracy was in her twenties and Alice was probably in her thirties, this was in the night. No, she was older. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. She probably close to the forties. Probably close. Oh, so she was a uh, the older woman. Okay, mm-hmm. Alice, we see you. We <laughs> like it. We like it. So they had a relationship. Um, and she was just in the interview was very open about her love life, very open about her sexuality. Um, and so if this is again, she's in the midst of promoting her new book, Gathering Blossoms Under Fire. So she mm-hmm. said to Gail King, quote, I'm someone who actually loves everybody, men and women. And it's just the most wonderful thing. Is that what we would call <laughs> pansexuality or well, I don't know. I think she's just, well, if she's just everybody paying, if she, well, she's men, if she was working person. in the binary, then, she is, then it's probably by. Well, she said loves everybody, men and women. So I guess she didn't specify. What well, she said, it's the most wonderful thing. And I, I imagine yeah. it is to be free and to just love who you want to love. Mm-hmm. Um. And so she said that Tracy Chapman was one of her great loves. That was mm. those were her exact words. Um, she mm. said when she first heard her voice, you know, and especially in the song Fast Car, she said she was just really attracted to her voice, attracted to the person. She said it was this instant attraction when she heard her singing. Mm. She said, quote, you know, there are some voices in our culture that can carry the whole culture and really make an emotional sense of it and liberate mm. you into a deep love of that. Mm. Okay. So it's really unclear what happened between them. But Alice Walker did say that they aren't really talking anymore. So I don't know how that ended, what went down. I mean, down. they got like 20-something years apart from Yeah, each other. so That's, that could just mean I can't that they see that working out. Touch. Yeah, 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 exactly. Right, because for what, what was she really going to get from, from that situation? Like for both of them, Tracy probably should not have, yeah. So yeah. they're not talking today so much. She said, but that happens sometimes. She said, you know, mm-hmm. the not talking piece, that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so she said that, you know, um, Gail King did ask, you know, how might Tracy Chapman feel about, you know, Alice Walker talking about her in the book? And Alice Walker was not concerned. She said, quote, it's my life. It's my mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. And Gail King said, okay. And so <laughs> she left Gail it with that. the exclusive. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she left it at that. Yeah, yeah. Mm, she says my life, honey. I'm like I'm gonna talk about it if I want to talk about yeah. it. Yeah, I respect that. She old enough to say that. And I know? think that as we get older, and we've talked about this, there's there's a certain freedom. You know how that is. Mm-hmm. You know when black mm-hmm. old black men, old black women, they just say what they want to say. They sure because do. Because it is their truth and it is their right. Um, mm-hmm. she didn't say anything, you know, negative or she didn't reveal too much. She just spoke mm-hmm. her truth. So. You know, I think that probably Tracy Chapman is a private person. That's always the sense. I yeah, she's, she's, she's always respected. She's, yeah, her. she's been like insanely private, which is why you don't hear nothing about her. Right. Know? 
Right. And then also she's from that older school generation. So I guess I mm-hmm. appreciate Alice Walker speaking out in such an open way. And mm-hmm. maybe as a creative, as an author, she can be freer. You know how like some, yeah. that generation from like the Luther Vandross to the Queen Latifah even, they're not mm-hmm. always so open and free to talk about that. You know, in that mm-hmm. generation, you are who you are, but you don't necessarily talk about it. Talk about so it, So yeah. I appreciate that Alice Walker is being open in that way and normalizing that she's loving who she wanted to love. And so if Tracy Chapman is of that same generation, she may not think that's cool, but whatever I don't think I ever thought about Tracy Chapman's sexuality because number one it doesn't matter but she's just so low-key and out of the radar that I if you told I me think she was, was married one, to I a think white man just... in his 60s I would say okay if you told me she was married to a young woman who's what like I would say okay too right right, right you know she can't read her yeah yeah but but with Tracy Chapman I think I think it's one of those unspoken things kind of like Queen Latifah or whatever yeah. like everybody knows but we just don't talk about it, you know what I mean? Well, at the time, I did not assume or know. Like, I just couldn't read it. Like, she seemed like she could date a white guy, that she would date a... I think that's what I was... A white woman? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just... Mm-hmm. I really honestly didn't follow her career that closely. Like, real talk, yeah. Fast Car was cool, but, it, like, that folk style wasn't really my judge. Yes, although my I liked too. it because... Yeah. You couldn't avoid hearing the song because it was such mm-hmm. a hit. But I didn't really follow her career after that. I just thought it, I always think it's cool when someone plays like an acoustic guitar and can just sing, you know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. for that reason, I respected her and dug what she did, but she wasn't someone mm-hmm. who I really cared to follow. But that's dope. I'm sure she will not respond. Tracy Chapman. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> she probably feels like too much has already been said. She's probably settled <laughs> down with her partner and three dogs and whatever children they have and probably like, like this woman better hush but right she's right. lived her life that's fine mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that yeah. is alice walker and tracy chapman we got some senior citizen tea so <laughs> some senior tea honey senior alice tea. dropping that senior mm-hmm. lesbian tea yes yes alice. we are here for it Mm-hmm. But speaking of love and couples, so we have Zaya Wade. Is it pronounced Zaya? Yeah, Zaya. Okay, so Zaya. Zaya Wade, who we love. So over the Easter weekend, she uploaded some images from the Wade's fa- the Wade family's Easter celebrations. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dwayne, of course, Wade was in the photos. There were a number of photos, and not only was her dad and her other family featured, but she also shared a glimpse into her life and kind of uh, shared her new boyfriend with us. So this was a surprise to all of us. So there were people, of course, there were many reactions. People are kind of dancing around what their real issue was, talking about, would you have your 15 or 14-year-old or whatever kissing? So basically, her and her little boyfriend were in an embrace. It wasn't like that passionate. They weren't slobbing each other down, y'all. Yeah, it was a cute little kind of like 14, 15 friendly, you know, peck on the lips with the, with an embrace. Mad awkward. Um, yeah. <laughs> so her boyfriend's name is, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's Hoazi or Hoaze maybe. Mm-hmm. Hoazi Leo. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably mispronouncing it, so I apologize for that. But it was just really, really cute. So it was a few little cute photos of the two of them embracing. Um, if you go to Hoazi's page, um, you know, he posts a lot of cute little family photos of himself his family his sisters um as well as Zaya and so his pronouns he says that his pronouns are he him his so he's Mm -hmm. just a young man out there who found a 
nice girl who he likes and they're dating. Mm-hmm. So I just mm-hmm. I love it. Zaya's being free. She's living life. And yeah. um this is dope. So it was really They cute. just were like they honestly they just like two mad awkward teenagers. That's what it Who don't know exactly what the hell they doing. Like. That's exactly <laughs> what Now it listen, like. we, you know, we from the old school and our parents would be like, "Hey man, don't be up here kissing nobody." Yeah. It don't matter if it's a girl, boy, whatever. Right. They'd be like, "Don't be up here kissing nobody in the mouth and all this stuff." Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. But we know y'all kiss. We know y'all kissing. Of we course just they're kissing. They just don't yeah. want to see it, but yeah, I mean, whatever. And I think that I don't know that most 15-year-olds or 14-year-olds do post. Actually, maybe they do, but I think Zai is at a point where she just wants to be able to be herself and be free and just, if people are going to criticize and be ugly and say that, that's fine, but it's kind of like, I feel like the more we just put it out there, the more normalized it'll be. So, the young generation, like, um, what's our guy's name? The very controversial singer, Old Town Road, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they, they do this shock value thing, but it's just because nah, they're just kind of like, look, this is what yeah. it is. It's 2022, and y'all are gonna get over yourselves, whether mm-hmm. you like it or not. You're gonna get over it, you know. Yep. So this is what it is today. So yep, yep I'm proud yep. of Zaya and just proud of her living and her truth and stuff. So yeah, that's she seems that. so happy. She so. does, and she yeah, found a nice little boy you, who just likes it for her. Right. Would you rather have a beautiful, happy child or a suicidal one? Right. Who has want? to be in the closet because you're ashamed and she's ashamed mm-hmm. and she's scared and she's not. Yeah, exactly. What do you want? Yeah, exactly. And we've talked about how we just love how Dwayne Wade just goes so hard for his daughter and tries to educate other black men and people mm-hmm. in general about just how you how you have to love and support your LGBTQIA plus children. So mm-hmm. very, yep. very nice. Very nice. And so lastly we won't go too much into this one but this was just some foolishness this was from a few weeks back but of course we went on a little hiatus but yeah yeah so we know russell wilson just gets a lot of hate from all the 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 foolish guys out there like the type the the boozy boozy types like not all men but there's a there's a large population of men who just sit out there hating calling him a simp calling him weak saying that you know women don't want a a russell they want a future so there was recently a um a sports podcast where this I forgot his name he was interviewing one of the the guests and the guy was like why would Sierra choose Russell when she had a future she knows she won a future that was her time and it was like there's so many men out there saying that in the podcast the guys were like you know egging him on and saying that's right you know why would she want to Russell and I'm just so glad that women collectively spoke up to all these knucklehead men these clowns to be like are y'all kidding me like who in their right. right mind wants a future? And not nobody. A, nobody. Not future seems like his main goal in life is to have as many baby mamas as he can. And 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 he's just he's not mm. about anything serious. Like Sierra was wanting to settle down. Russell provided that. He embraced her and her child. And on top of that, he's fine. He's exactly. thick, he's fine, and he's the <laughs> yes. number one athlete. Like why I can see and this wouldn't even make it okay but if Russell was like unattractive and didn't have a great body and just kind of wet then if they're just like he's corny she's only with him because he accepted her and her kid the man is fine like he's dropping that fine (laughs) Fine, like who would you future over (laughs) like that seems like if you maybe have some self-esteem issues and you want a guy who's a notorious player and all that 
that's just weird to me. But and I listen, feel like, I don't now listen. I don't think Future's ugly. Future's a like, handsome guy. Future's handsome. But yeah. his attitude is stank, and it makes it makes. I him, don't even know what his attitude it, is like. I mean, no, he might I actually, charming, but listen. Just, as a part, look, I've seen him out. Full disclosure, I've seen Future out. I've been out in public, and I've mm-hmm. seen Future out. And he is not the most gracious person. Oh, he's one of those arrogant. And he's one of them assholes. Oh, I'm just honest. He's been, a, he's been an ass. I've seen him out at, you know, at Phipps or whatever, Phipps Plaza, you know, shopping or whatever. And he, he's kind of a jerk. So really? I'm not going to, I'm you know, I was And, and Russell is just such a sweet there. gentleman. And do you know that they have this little perfume mm-hmm. together? He's just always. I did not know they had a perfume. They have a, a perfume together. It's like. It's Sierra and Russell Wilson. If you go on his page, you know, if he has all these posts it's about unisex. it. It's a unisex uh, perf- fragrance, oh. I should say. It just looks so cute. It, he just talks about how it reminds him of when they first met and just the memories of it. He's just such a great guy. Like, I don't know why people think he's this simp or this herb. Like, he's, because, he's gorgeous. And because he's just, he doesn't care about, yeah. like, I, I, you know, honestly, this is the thing. I wish men would just be honest with themselves mm-hmm. and say, I'm sexually attracted to men like like mm-hmm. future. Mm-hmm. Cause it would just make their lives so much easier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like So I'm meaning attra- like if they were a woman, they would prefer to date future. Yes. But they yes. it's because they think that future has this swag and this limit. And, th- th- and they have this, this idea of manhood. women like. And it's like, what yeah. women do you know? I'm sure that there are some girls who prefer a future, but there's a large percentage of women who prefer a Russell. And we're not mm-hmm. settling. Like, Russell is, to me, the total package. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that they think that women who choose a Russell over a future are settling because they feel that future's the catch. And Russell's not the catch. Russell's, like, the backup fall guy who you go with. I don't see how. <laughs> I don't either, but they genuinely believe this. I thought that they were just hating because they were maybe, like, low-key jealous of him. But I think... I think they genuinely like you said they like they are, are much more attracted to future i don't maybe on some level they are but i think they they genuinely think future's the better catch and I, and I think they realize if if a girl will leave a future for a russell then their girl will leave them okay i can that see too. how that yeah that makes sense because that makes you feel threatened if you see yeah. yourself as future because you know in your heart you're more future than a russell it and makes you feel more, like you're not good enough yeah right and, and one that, day yeah that guy who was on there talking about um talking about uh yeah you know future he's a former nfl player this you know this man confessed that he pissed on himself every single game that oh, he was, he was nervous league. No, because he didn't go to the bathroom and he wouldn't go to the bathroom. So he just sat there and peed on himself. Oh you mean to tell me somebody wants to take advice from you, sir, and you peed on yourself every single game? Yeah. No, no, yeah. sir. We can't listen to you pissy mouth. Right. You just mean you're yeah. being out of order and out of pocket. Yeah. I, just, yeah. I, I don't, don't understand. Like, yeah, that's I, ridiculous. I, I, Russell was, and Russell seems so. You remember he told the story about how he knew, like, he knew he was different. He was for Sierra because. He said to talk about his wallet was all raggedy and mm-hmm. that um, they went out to eat or something like one of their first dates. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, no, I can't. Like, he, he pulled out his wallet. His wallet had been through it. You know what I mean? Just carry yes, wallet. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And that's not one of the things they think about replacing all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, he, she was like, oh, I can't. I don't know if I can be with you. Look at your wallet. He was like, let me tell you something. He told her, he said, this wallet has been through a lot. Because this wallet is me. This wallet shows that I am consistent. Mm. I am 
I am not going to just give up on something Woo! because because I'm, it was very sexy. Yeah. Because, because it don't work. Blah, blah, blah. This, he sounds like a sensible man. That, yeah. Yeah. This wallet shows that I'm consistent. Blah, 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 blah. Versus a future like, who would toss oh. it out and get the new Louis Vuitton exactly. wallet. The minute his Fendi wallet has a few frays around the edge, he tosses exactly. it and get the new Gucci wallet. And that's how they do their women. And I think Russell's <sighs> saying is that I stay the course. You know, I follow mm-hmm. through. I remain mm-hmm. here because I believe in if something is good in quality, because I only pick good in quality, it's going to last me. And I'm going to ride it till the wheels fall off. Or whatever. I'm putting words then, in his mouth. Yeah, right? I mean, no, no, no. That's essentially what he said. Yeah. And, he, and then That's also dope. he was like, it's not about the outside of the wallet anyway. It's about what I got on the inside of the wallet. Amen. You know what I'm saying? I got, I got money. You know what I'm saying? So you ain't got to worry about nothing. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, like, I'm, I'm here to take care of everything. You ain't got to worry about nothing. This wallet shows that I am consistent and I am yeah. here. And I was like, you know what, honey? If Russell would have told me that on the day, I would just shut up and ate my food. I would be like, oh, okay, let me eat. Because, shit, I I ain't got nothing to say say to that, honey. And that's probably what Sierra did. Shut up and ate her food. and was like, oh, okay. Right. Do this for real. (laughs) Exactly. Do this for real. And then probably a few weeks later, he was like, okay, so um, we together. <laughs> we're together, and yeah. So, you know, what's up? You know, yeah, I, I just, right. I just see him doing that. Yeah, you know? yeah. I yep. see him do. He seemed like the the type of man that would do that. So, to all those guys. We want Russell. We want, and trust about. me, y'all. When it's not about settling, we would prefer mm-hmm. a Russell any day, a reliable, mm-hmm. faithful man who wants to settle down and marry us, who also is eye candy and who looks amazing. Over mm-hmm. future. There's nothing about Future's personality or his music or his lyrics that would make me maybe a young early 20-something Yakini. And I mean early 20s. Because by mid-20s, I was already on my hunt for Mr. Right, Mr. Husband. <laughs> like I was I wouldn't even I would I mean I I dated my fair share of ratchet dudes, but none as ratchet as a future. I'm going to tell you that, but... Yeah, when I was younger, that was fun. But when I was ready to settle down, I was not looking for no future. I would never have... Because da- it's like you could fall in love with the future. That's why I always say I dated with a purpose. It's not mm-hmm. that I ever stopped being attracted to that type. It's just that I knew that that type wasn't going to be serious about making me his wife and treating me like the queen I deserved. So I would mm-hmm. never go out on dates with the, with that type because I was looking to be Mrs. Whomever, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like... Uh, I don't know who these guys are. They just, it's the They're same weird. guy who wants to string you yeah. along for years and years and years and not marry mm-hmm. you. Like some, I was just listening to this random, but there's this old school station in New York and the jam Method Man, Mary J. Blige came on. Y'all like, mm-hmm. and that line mm-hmm. said, you don't need a ring to be my wife. It's like so gross when I hear that now <laughs> as, a, as an adult. Like, we well, jam that's so hood and ratchet and ghetto. Like, why? No, that's who these men are who are talking about why would she leave future for Russell or why would, you know, she settle for Russell. She didn't settle. It would have been settling to be with future. Mm. Oh, Lord. But anyway, I'm glad that women are clapping <laughs> back and saying, sir, you're wrong. And you're they'll still an believe idiot. what they want to believe. Because as you said, on some level, they're attracted to future because that's yeah. what they seem as the dream, the dream guy. And mm-hmm. also, I like what you said about how in, inside of themselves, they see more Russell, more, more, more future, I mean. And it, yeah, it feels yeah. very frightening and threatening to know that you're not the catch. And, and, then, not and let's, let's talk about this warped idea of what masculinity is. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. this idea that masculinity is having a bunch of women and doing all the drugs yeah. and having all the money and the yeah. fast car yeah. and all that stuff. Fast life leads to a fast end. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So they just don't realize that, you know, it's not going to last you long. Yeah. Whereas Russell Wilson building futures and, yeah. I mean, no pun intended, but building, building like, <laughs> you know, building a future uh, with Sierra buying baseball teams, mm-hmm. doing this and doing that and trying to stretch that money and make that mm-hmm. retirement. You know that, well, no, he's not retired, but that money long. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. Just, I don't get it. I really, I really don't get it. I don't need mm-hmm. the money. I don't either. Let, let me let me Lord forbid something happen to me and my husband. I'm gonna be looking for a Russell type. Yeah. Real, real. I'm like, oh, just I need a Russell. some nice guy who is has some substance to him. Yeah, Not exactly. just a man who wants a bunch of bitches and I'm just one of them on a list. Yeah. on my bad post. Future mm-hmm. like Nick Cannon, just trying to have as many as he can. And I think Nick's reasons for that are as we discussed, and they're yes, different yeah. than Future's. Much future's different. just having fun out there in these streets. Yeah, Nick, Nick Cannon yeah. is definitely not about trying. right. Nick has a chronic a, illness, and I he think has a chronic he is illness, trying yeah. his best to just kind of mm-hmm. feel alive and keep his legacy going. And all going, stuff. yeah, yeah. You know, just, they look ooh. different from the the same from the outside, but I don't. Yeah, but very same. different. And I'm not condoning what Nick Cannon is doing because I don't mm-hmm. think it's good either. But I feel like mm-hmm. his heart's in a different place than Future. Much different. Ooh, and he, and he takes, he's acting. He surely does. Lives. He's not denying them, and yeah, ain't nobody just, taking him to court about no dang. Yeah, and he he treats each of his children's mothers like a queen. He's very he's kind of like that Diddy style. He speaks very positively mm-hmm. about them. Mm-hmm. You never hear him saying anything negative and trashing them. No matter how they parted ways or whatever, you just never hear him speaking down on his children's mothers. Like mm-hmm. how you hear Future talking about certain women or how they look or this one or that one. Just, ugh. Mercy. Yeah, mm-hmm. Speaking, of, speaking of crazy exes, I know we forgot to talk about... Did we talk about Jesse Williams? No, what's going on with Jesse Williams? Okay, first of all, Jesse Williams is bae. I love yeah, Jesse he is. Williams. I know that's your boo. Mm-hmm. But... His wife, I don't know, we might have mentioned it last week, but I know he's been going back and forth to court with his wife, his ex-wife, okay. um, about child support. Mm-hmm. So his child support got reduced from like 30-something thousand a month all the way down to like 4,000 a month. Wow. 30,000 um, a month to 4,000? Yeah, because his wife was like, um, he, he got it granted because he no longer is doing Grey's Anatomy. And his right. wife was like, nobody told you to leave Grey's Anatomy. Like, Did like, he choose what? to leave Grey's Anatomy? Yeah, he chose to leave. It wasn't well, like... Well, I mean, my like... thing is, I know a lot of people think 30000 is excessive, but she might now have them in private school and certain things that oh, yeah. they're accustomed to. To right, get a right. cut of 26000 a month, mm-hmm. 4000 a month is kind of what an average layperson lives off of. Right, you know? right, right. So I don't know what she does for a living, but I know she's a college-educated woman. Yeah, um, she has to go back to work now because that's that's yeah, that's she's definitely has to go back to work with two kids. Yeah, yeah. She's to go back to work. I hope um, he's supplementing the income somehow. And I don't think so. I don't think so. It's been how old are their big. kids? Like twins? They gotta be tweens? little ones, maybe like six, seven, eight. Something like, oh, something like they're not teenagers yet, okay. um, so they're still small. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, I hate to hear stories about me and I find quite attractive who are douches. Like, yeah, I, I, I hate to hear them stories, but that's how it is usually. But yeah. oh well, yeah. I I wish her name is Erin. I wish Erin the best. I hope that me she, too. She gets some peace of mind. Me and too. I find know she's a way going, to adapt. And do yeah, okay. find a way to adapt and be okay. You know, and you know, we know Jesse is. You know, he's on Broadway now. He's gonna 
pretty critically acclaimed play. He probably, he probably would get nominated for a Tony for it. Yeah. Um. So you know, just well, he's following his passion and his dreams, but at the expense yeah. of his family in a way. That's kind of yes. like a man who has children deciding to quit his very high-paying job that takes care of the health insurance and pays the bills mm-hmm. to be like, I think I'm going to quit and become an artist and a struggling mm-hmm. artist. I'm like, at what point do you not have the luxury to say I'm going to quit my job and just mm-hmm. decide to become an artist? You know, you now yeah. have responsibilities, yeah. sir. So you might have to start pursuing those dreams when you're retired and when you're kids or do them on the side or do them on the side to but to give Mm -hmm. up your thanks so i mean who knows what back behind the scenes was happening that jesse felt like he needed to walk away i'm not saying it was because he just decided to pursue broadway yeah but it's just nobody really wins in that situation well i guess he's winning if he's happy but i I mean he's winning if the child support is reduced but well he's winning but that's like i'm sure she wasn't just buying handbags and shoes with that child support money at all she's been very down to earth and normal and i'm sure that money was being used right the way it was supposed to be used so Mm -hmm. you know probably a mortgage for the kid for the house and stuff like that so yeah so as moms and and, you know we've been ex-wives we're gonna play for her and yeah i hope that you know she gets some peace of mind and that's right something and if you gotta take that ms back to court then take yeah, because yeah. he can liquidate something to help out a little bit more. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I don't Absolutely. like that. I don't, I don't like, like that, that either. Anyway. Yeah, okay, you still guys. fine, Jesse, but we don't like that. Yeah, you still fine now. Like, like I, would, like I, would, I would, I would tap it, but yeah. I, but, that's about it. but keep but, it moving yeah. after, right? But keep it moving. I definitely wouldn't have him. no babies out here. No, I know how you do. I know Right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. Well, Did I miss uh, anything else that was happening over these last few weeks? I know a lot of stuff's happened. I couldn't talk about it. Oh my god, there's so many things that kind of much. went yeah. on. I know. Well, I don't. I'm just thinking about music stuff. We had the Grammys. Yes. Um, that was pretty good. Um, we had a Dreamville festival that happened. Um. Megan the Stallion dropped a new one with yes, uh, yes. With that that's gonna be hot in the streets. Mm-hmm. Probably gonna be the next summer anthem. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we have a few things, you know, a few positive things yeah. going on, but nothing, nothing really, so nothing too salacious. I don't think. Okay, people are still reeling about. We're not gonna talk about Will and Jada, but yeah, they still yeah. reeling. Well, about we're waiting that. for the red table talk. Maybe we'll talk about it again when the red table, you know, comes out. Oh, if I know they're going to that. If if they're, if they're gonna take it there, they but may decide that less is more, silence is better, and maybe that's better that they don't go yeah. into. It sounded like yeah. a good idea when it first happened because you know mm-hmm. it's kind of like who else should he break his silence to except mm-hmm. for his wife and promote her and show mm-hmm. their unity um but you like you said maybe it's better that they just kind of don't speak on it at all and let people yeah. wonder and speculate did you yeah. see that fake news story that jada had filed for divorce from him and everybody yeah. it? i didn't I even like, why y'all lying? Was why so y'all lying and people i can't stand jada it was just so oh my god uh, people are just getting people, my neck on the nerves. same people who ride for future with the same people who are bashing exactly and, and men like, and women deal with it i cannot deal with it me neither. I was like, let me mute this i it muted so it everywhere because i'm like people mm-hmm. didn't even question that it might be fake news they immediately right. jumped on it because they just wanted to be a villain so bad 
just like the Rihanna And guess thing. what? If she did file for divorce and it wasn't fake news, I'm sure she had her reasons. They just want to yeah. villainize her so bad. So yeah. anyway, yeah, it might be better that they don't. And if they do come out on Red Table Talk, I will watch it and that's fine. And I know and Rock, Chris Rock said he'll break his silence when he get paid. I guess right. he was thinking about if he was going to put some material in his show and he decided he might sit down for a little primetime interview right, and he right, wants right. to get, get that coin. I know that his um, comedy show sales really went up significantly Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i know on some level that was probably very helpful for him and stuff Mm -hmm. so not to say that he's happy it happened but you know he got little extra coins in his pocket and stuff so it wasn't all for naught so yeah i haven't really um no i haven't really messed with chris rock comedy Mm -hmm. Yeah, wow. I feel yeah. like him, Dave Chappelle, and all those people yeah. haven't grown as comics. I agree. I mean? He says a lot of problematic stuff. It doesn't yeah, and, unapologetic and, and, for it. Mm. And then you have other comedians like for He's example Gerard. Cool. Right, like Gerard Carmichael, who just had a good special on Netflix. Oh, um, Gerard Carmichael. I mm-hmm. check him out. He had a um, special on Netflix where he came out. He talked about coming out. Okay. Um and stuff like that. And then you have people like Cat Williams, who's always evolving as a comedian. And keeping yes. it fresh and stuff yes, like that. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah. true. So Some true, people so just true. don't know how to evolve and change yeah. with the time. And I'm just so. disappointed in Chris Rock. And this isn't about taking sides and all that stuff. But just the fact that, like, when blacks were boycotting the Oscars that year and he was mm-hmm. the host and making a mockery of it and of Jada, mm-hmm. it's just, like, really, like, kind of gross like you just are so comfortable being in it because if the roles were reversed and he was the one who snapped and slapped somebody mm-hmm. as much as he is white people's little sweetheart and stuff they they would have mm-hmm. turned against him real quick because will smith was also a golden child in the eyes of hollywood and people this were very like, quick to, turn to me how the narrative changed to where like all of a sudden chris rock is a brave guy right and but will like, smith is like this villain stuff. right yeah, yeah. I think Chris Rock has said some really despicable shit, yeah, especially yeah. about black women. Yeah, he's been, he's been problematic. He's been problematic. He did one little documentary about black women's hair. Which he was he terrible. Has not been, he's not woke. He's make clowns mm-hmm. us and makes fun of it. Come on now, Chris mm-hmm. Rock. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm curious to see what he has to say when he eventually sits down or whatever. I don't want it to make me mad, but I'm going to watch it and stuff. And, <laughs> you know, I'm definitely going to watch it. But you know we'll we'll see. So I guess that's when we'll we'll talk about it again if we decide to or whatever. Yeah. So that's all our two cents on that though. Yeah. <laughs> that's it, honey. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys. We'll be right back with our watching romance, reading romance, and listening to romance segments. We'll take a quick break and be right back. All right, you guys, welcome back. So in watching romance, woo, you can and I watch a lot of movies mm, over mm. the break, and it was so good. Yes, um, yes, yes. First, we're going to talk about the Fallen Angels Murder Club movies. There were two of them yes, that came on. Yes, yes. Um, the series is by R. Franklin James, The Black Woman, and the, Keenan and I were talking um, over the break. There are four books. Um, they're based on books and so hopefully there'll be two more movies coming out I hope so I left so many um, messages on Tony Braxton and Lifetime because I just wanted them to know listen the people are loving this keep it coming because for all the messages and stuff the positive things that I saw I saw other people like this is trash the acting's so bad I'm like who are y'all what kind of acting are you looking for these are not supposed to be Oscar silver screen worthy these are things to entertain us 
predominantly mm-hmm. women audience, probably moms. We love this. I love a mm-hmm. murder mystery. I love a whodunit. I love Tony Braxton. It's just like, it's a win, 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 win. I agree. Go keep them coming. So I said, let me just blow up their little Instagram <laughs> so they can see. We need more honey. Yes, I loved yes, it. It was just yes. so good. I love her character. I love the premise of it. I just love the book club that's put together. It's just such a well done whodunit. I'm just, I'm just such a fan. I love her little yes. burgeoning romance with the detective. That's why we need the next yes, the series. So I hope they cute. do it. I was like, oh, they got something going on. They gonna yeah. have something going on. And, and I like know the way I like they, him from the Christmas movies. Yes. And <laughs> I like the way they guy. I like the way they tied the first episode, the first yes. one to the next one. Yes. And so like there was a definitely tie in with the two. And that's what made movies. me feel a little worried. Like, are they gonna do the last two books? Because the way the first one ended, we already they had set it up for the next mystery. You know, the mm-hmm. next murder was already set up. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this one just kind of ended. So obviously, the yeah. door is always open, but yeah, just... but I definitely think there's another one coming. Yeah, I hope so. A couple more coming because the the TD Jake series that I know we're going to get into that kind of took a little mm-hmm. hiatus. We had our first set yeah. and then our second, so maybe we'll have yeah. a little hiatus. Maybe they're going to look at the response, the viewers' response. So y'all can keep you know write the Lifetime Network and stuff. Leave them a little message mm-hmm. and stuff if you enjoyed it too, so they know mm-hmm. that we appreciated it. And I know that um. Tony was filming it, especially towards the end, while her da- her her daughter. I'm sorry, while her sister was very sick and then passed mm-hmm. away. Because I remember mm-hmm. she was saying in an interview that she had to leave the set early when she got the news that basically Tracy was at the very end. So just mm-hmm. I know that, and if you notice at the end in the credits, she dedicates it to her sister, who you know mm-hmm. she says is an angel. So it's just like really special. So yeah, I, I hope they get yeah. more. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and the cast was so good, so diverse. Yes, and it was yes. like a nice diverse cast. Was, very. You know, so. And I really enjoyed um I don't know if you know, but the guy who's like the computer hacker guy, that that's actually Cree Summer's brother. What? That's Freddie's uh-huh. brother. That's oh yes. my goodness. I didn't know the whole like family brother. acted. Nice. Yeah, and he's really, really good. That's so cool. like I like the I oh god, what you see? Something it's okay. Frank. I'll look it up. Yeah. His last name is so Frank. Cool. Um so because her last name is Frank. So something Frank. But oh, Summer yeah, was like a stage name. Yeah, I think her name was Cree Summer Frank, so she used okay. her first and middle name. Okay, but um, his, I forgot what his name is. Something. Frank. That's really cool. Now but, I'm gonna be yeah. looking at him next time. Like, do I see there was? He was in a Christmas movie. Um, not he looked familiar. Enough. He definitely yeah. looked familiar. Yeah, he was in a Christmas movie. Um, I just like the mix ago. of the cast too, because like you know, you need that computer hacker. You need that, mm-hmm. and you know, it's just mm-hmm. so cute. Yeah, but he it's was really cute. good. Mm-hmm. And then um, some other things that were on Lifetime, we we watched the wrong High School Sweetheart with Jessica <laughs> Fox. That yes. was so bad, but it was good. Yes, so bad. Well, I like that little so wrong good. series, man. She get her coins. I love that wrong series. That wrong series has been going strong for several mm-hmm. years now. Yeah, I, love I know it. she got at least twenty movies. <laughs> yeah. oh, at least easily. At least now I like movies. this black actress. She's been in several Lifetime movies. Yes, yeah. She's a yeah. pretty girl, and she she's been in a few things. So yeah, she, yeah I she forget played her somebody. Name. I don't know if she played Vivica's daughter on something. I oh, wish or something like that. I think she might have played her daughter on something, but it was it was yeah. She was it was the premise was real crazy. Yeah, 
um about the guy who was her former high school sweetheart yeah basically moved into the neighborhood and was basically stalking her and we know people who kind of high school was the peak of their kind of life and and they didn't do too Mm -hmm. much after maybe didn't go to college after or whatever Mm -hmm. and just kind of they're still living and basking in those glory days of high school which we enjoyed Mm -hmm. high school and we enjoyed college but we've all moved on and he kind of was stuck there and she had a good time playing catch up and reminiscing but then she realized that he basically was obsessed and stuck obsessed. there mm-hmm. and stuff so that was it had it's trying to move her husband her fiance out the way yeah making know. him look like Ugh. he was inferior yeah mm-hmm. and stuff. yeah yeah but, and um, then we, mm-hmm. no go ahead no i was gonna say that then we also saw fatal fandom yes with yes. shaley rose where the bodyguard became obsessed with her yeah, um, yeah, she had hired a bodyguard because she had, you know, a stalker or whatever. But kind of mm-hmm. find out he was the stalker. Yes, yes, <laughs> and, yes. and obsessed with her and stuff. And it was, it was crazy. She started getting kind of involved with him, and oh, it was yeah. a mess. Yeah, and she was, was attracted to him mess. initially. But she in was. these movies, the woman starts off attracted, and they mess themselves up. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If they, if these guys just knew how to chill and not get too obsessive and crazy. Because it's mm-hmm. it was similar with um, and we'll talk about it when we get into um, wrath. But mm-hmm. you have the woman right where you wanted to be, where she's liking you and she's intrigued and she wants more. They always ruin it. They always ruin it. <laughs> so yeah. But the crazy comes out eventually, though. It I is going to come out eventually. You can't it's hide that. Come out eventually. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was good. How do you think? That was good. Yeah, I'm sorry. Never mind. I'm joking. No, go ahead. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I was get, about to get into wrath, but. No, but no, I enjoyed no. Fatal Fandom was cute. I liked the yeah. actress and stuff. Yeah, and, Shelly Rose know. is our, is one of our Christmas faves. So yes. She, she yeah. does a lot of good little Christmas movies too. Mm-hmm. So. so this was a nice yeah. difference for her. And it was mm-hmm. it was a fun plot for Lifetime. I have mm-hmm. so many Lifetime movies in my DVR. But I said, let me go ahead and watch <laughs> that one so that we can talk yeah. about it. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. but the 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 star of the, of the show really was Wrath this week. Oh yeah, um, Michelle, Michelle Williams. Williams. How do you think Michelle did? How did you feel she about did her performance? Good. She did much better than I thought she was gonna be. Yeah. Um, and then, I loved and her Romeo as a lawyer. That was cute. yeah, yeah. Romeo was in it. Romeo it was Miller. just so cute to see Tina Knowles as the mom. Obviously, oh, they so have a special funny. relationship. Yeah, yeah. I, and I ain't gonna lie, um, Tina knows much better actors than her child. But, 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 you know. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. She was a lot more natural than mm-hmm. She really like was. That. She was so cute. Uh, I she hope was she basically does playing roles. herself. Yeah, she was basically playing herself. That, and so. that's what I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. She's been that role of mom and stuff for so long. So yeah, so it but was no, she did good. a great job. I think yeah. that she carried herself nicely as a professional. It mm-hmm. wasn't one of those movies where you're kind of looking at the heroine like, "Girl, what is wrong with you? Like, why are you? Yeah. Why do you not see the signs? Why are you mm-hmm. giving him a pass? He's clearly crazy." Because she, she clearly saw the signs. She did, mm-hmm. and she really did her best to kind of say, "These are my boundaries." this is not okay and he was a very sophisticated manipulative man like I think the very mm-hmm. first time when she was kind of like mm, wish you the best but I don't want to go on and of course mm-hmm. he said the whole thing about child abuse and so her heart went out to him I think probably mm-hmm. many of us would have turned around and said it okay and he said, I'm gonna get in therapy mm-hmm. so I might have given a second so it wasn't that she was just dumb like traditionally stereotypically dumb she really just kind of was like okay He's human. I liked him up till now. This was a mistake. He's gonna go into treatment. So no, it was it was yeah. good. She had common sense. Yes. Yeah, and I like that mm-hmm. she fought back and that um, you know, mm-hmm. she didn't take no mess and that Romeo yeah. 
Romeo wasn't a, like a savior type yeah. guy. Yeah, he just he was there to like basically be her friend at first. Yeah, yeah they had feelings for each other, but but I laughed know, when they hooked up that quickly after because yeah, I was, was like, well, that's what that guy was afraid of. I know, I don't like no friend. I know, he was right about that one. <laughs> <laughs> Because she's like, a nice, right. only platonic. It wasn't right, sex. but at the it time it was not. completely innocent. I also like how she handled that because mm-hmm. he was clearly the jealous type. But she, when she was talking to Romeo, her friend on the phone, she was very mm-hmm. open about it. You're like, oh my boy, you know my boyfriend's coming in. She wasn't trying to hide or be sneaky. It was just mm-hmm. very open. He was the one who just mm-hmm. was super insecure about it. So, but what killed me was what killed me was in the beginning of the movie how he had been with a girl. It had only been a few weeks when right. he met Michelle. And then he proposed off fast. That was the sign was right like, there. What that he was in crazy. the world? At least she didn't see it as sweet and romantic. She definitely thought that was a red flag, but right. she was like, she was like okay. oh no. Yeah. Like, oh she... no, we don't know each other like that. He was like, What you mean? And then he threw the ring in the water. That I was, was no! that... when I saw his handle, I said, Please don't tell me he's gonna throw this dang on ring. I know he has money and everything, but that hurt me to my heart. <laughs> Oh man, that hurt me when he threw that daggone ring. Yeah, but he had a lot of he had a lot of personal failures going on in his life, his job, his relationships, his parents, all kind of stuff. He did, and then he gonna push her in this. Oh, we gonna give it away? If y'all go watch it, just go watch it. But it was it was a mess, right? It was cute. I like this little TD Jakes. I was about to yeah. say trilogy, but I don't know what you call four. Well, but well, I'm enjoying about, it. I hope well, that it extends. Yeah, I think the, she has a couple more books to write because I don't think she's written all because, seven. Yeah, why I stop it? I think she's up to. I think she's up to five. So I think. Okay. Okay. I think she has a couple more to write. So I think uh, Victoria Christopher um uh, still books, working does on this it. series of books, do they have like that spiritual tone to it the way it always ends and has a little a, a little bit, but not but they going hard and uh, well, maybe because T D Jakes, I assume he's yeah. like executive producer. Yeah. So he yeah. gives and then it a Michelle executive produced this one too. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so mm-hmm. yeah, and the next one, uh Sean Robinson actually is gonna be pr- producing that one. Okay. Um, the report. I don't know. You remember Sean Robinson? He's on Extra, whatever that show was. I believe so. Um, Sounds familiar. Slim Black, um, brown skin lady. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's gonna be producing that one with TDJ's uh, okay. Greed, mm-hmm. which comes on the twenty third with Lisa Ray, and Eric that's this Benet. Coming weekend, right? Yeah, this coming weekend, Lisa Ray, Eric Benet, and Mo- Mo- so Nicole. make sure you guys check that out because this podcast. Yes, that looks Friday, that one looks really good. Mm-hmm. That yeah, that one, that one looks real it good, does. and I don't know. I'm really not understand knowing what the plot is about, mm-hmm. but it's, it seems like she getting caught up with some kind of weird thing. Yeah, dynamic. I could tell the plot from Wrath, but I couldn't tell with that. I can't keep tell what's that going same on with that little one. sound bite. So yeah, I guess mm-hmm. that'll just kind of come as a surprise to us. Yeah, so. and then our boy Nathan Witt, who's been in a lot of Christmas movies, he's in this one too. Oh, uh, his cute self. So mm-hmm. yeah, that one. So that that's one. definitely something to look forward to. I can't wait. Yes. Lifetime yes. giving it to us good. Giving honey. it to us. A lot of good movies. Too, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then a couple more things I watched. I watched the season finale of Bel Air, which was, oh my God. My kids so are good. trying to get me to watch that because we have Peacock Bikini, now. Please. So I told them I was going to binge watch it oh with them. I have so many other things to get through, but I promise them. I know, them. me too. Me too. I me promise too, them. Too. Yeah. My friends so got me watching other stuff too. Oh, mm-hmm. so good. Okay. First of all, like I said, Jeffrey. Sir, you and this I mean, Jeffrey. I, I, I just, I just, <laughs> yes. me and Jeffrey, 
I I have an emotional attachment to him. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't know it. Jimmy, J- Jimmy, the, the, the his name is Jimmy. Okay. I don't. I know you're not listening to this boo, but I just, I just, I just love you. You never. Know <laughs> I just love you. <laughs> is this the I'm one who's sure. Jamaican or no? Yeah, in in the story, he's Jamaican. Oh, in, in real the life, show. I, okay. I, in the real life, I think he's actually Nigerian British. Okay. Mm-hmm. But in this one, he's print. Well, he might be both actually. Okay. Why am I lying? But um, because he played in Top Boy, he had like mm-hmm. a one of them kind of weird accents. Okay. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, he he uh. <laughs> he's playing like the, the quote unquote house manager, but you know, you know, he got bodies on him. But yeah. and I'm not gonna say nothing because you because you need to go watch it. So, okay. Oh my god, so good. But um, I watched that, and then I'm I was trying. First of all, I tried to watch the first episode of First Lady on Showtime with Viola Davis and Michelle Obama. Yeah, how was that? Why was I laughing the whole time? Is it comedy or you just no, talk about it's it? Not funny. Comedy. You don't think she did a good job or the way she be holding her mouth all tight? Because I know like that Michelle, Michelle kind of t- twists her mouth, but maybe she's going too far. She's going real hard with it. And it, I'm just laughing. <laughs> I'm like, Why are you looking so crazy? Because oh, no, there's a such thing I, as overdoing I, it. Yeah. It, was, it was overdoing it. I'm sure overdoing. that Michelle the guy, probably watched the guy that who played Barack, though, was real good. But yeah. Oh my God! The way she's like turning her lips up, and I'm like, "Girl, what mm. in the, what in the world?" I know you're a method actress, but come <laughs> on, man, I don't know about this. Uh, but yeah, I, I tried. I, I don't think I'm gonna give it. I don't think I'm gonna, you know, mm-hmm. fall through with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also, of course, I tried to watch the ultimatum on Netflix. Y- y'all, it's a mess. Uh, oh. it's for the same people who do love is blind okay and the love couples, is blind is your joint so this isn't i love love is blind but mm. this is about couples who are already together and they're trying to decide they want to stay together or be apart and okay. in it they date other people uh-huh. who are there to see if they have a better match mm-hmm. with other people who are there it's sort of like temptation island if you mm-hmm. might know about that or Love Island, where they have put singles together and see mm-hmm, if they, mm-hmm. you know, get together or not. But mm, it's mm-hmm. a mess. First of all, these people are young. They're like 22, 23, all this stuff. Talking right. About, I want to get married. And I was like, girl, if you don't live your life. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, listen, mm-hmm. listen to two old bras. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to hold until yeah. you can't hold no more. Please, just enjoy and then, your and, life. and get yeah. out there and live your life. Until you realize, hey, I'm tired. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I've had my experiences, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know, I'm moving on. But y'all are too young, 23. You haven't lived your yeah. life. Yeah, live you your know, life. Talking about talking about getting married and all this stuff. And, oh my god! You know goodness. they're putting pressure on people. Like, don't you want to get married? And the guy's oh, like, oh, I, don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh my so, god! Yeah, I, I couldn't. I couldn't get through a couple of no. mm-hmm. so it wasn't for me. And then finally, of course, you all know. I'm doing updates and, and, and recaps of the courtship um, on NBC. Well, it's not on NBC anymore. It moved to USA mm-hmm. on, uh, I think, Wednesday night. Um, and so we do uh, recaps every, that come out every Thursday <clears throat> and uh, with Meg from Plot Trist. And we are enjoying it. It is a really enjoyable show, y'all. I really want y'all to watch it. Give it some good ratings. It comes out, I think, 10 o'clock on Wednesday night. Okay. So it's pretty late. 
But DDR it, catch up. Because um, we, we only got a few more episodes to go. But then again, they keep bringing in new suitors. So we're like, whoa, dude. Like, if you keep bringing in these new suitors, mm-hmm, how she gonna, mm-hmm. you know, how she gonna meet somebody? But, you know, um, it's a black girl. There, there's only one black guy left. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Which we, even though my the person I talked to about it is white, even she was like, that's a little problematic to say one white guy, you know, one black guy in there. Mm-hmm. And she's black, you know what I'm saying? So, it, 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 she got rid of the other black guy. He was he was a cornball though. He was okay. singing and singing and crap. It was just it was bad. <laughs> Trying to sing some I wanna love you, Dad. It was not good. Um, but yeah, she she was just like, Oh, that's that's cute. That <laughs> <laughs> was too funny. And like Yakiti, she so reminds me of you when you were younger. Oh um, and, and she like she's so cute and stuff. And I was oh like, my Oh my god, this is I was like, oh my God, this is Jaquita when she was young. <laughs> <laughs> Especially her, like the dynamic she has with her sister. And yeah. stuff. I think mean, Jaquita needs to totally watch this because this is her when she was young. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Because so mm-hmm. she's a former pageant girl. Mm-hmm. And she's, in, she's an engineer now and all this other stuff. So. I was like, oh my God, this is totally a king when she was young. So, oh my goodness. I yeah. have to check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's too, too funny. But I guess that's it for the, the watching romance stuff. Yeah, there was such good stuff. Else. There yeah. was a lot of good stuff. And then, like you said, Greed comes out this weekend. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see what else is coming out. Um, I know Atlanta is back. I don't know if anybody, if you watch Atlanta, that's bad. It's mm-hmm. not really a, a, a romance, but um, Grace and Frankie comes back on the 29th of of April. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, there's really nothing else. Like April's okay. kind of dry, you guys. So, okay, well maybe something will pop up and stuff. surprise us. But yeah, yeah, something will pop up and surprise us. But yeah, but in um, <clears throat> reading romance, I read I've read two books. Okay, I'm not reading a lot. <laughs> like I said, I'm, I'm yeah. I am mm-hmm. writing. Yep, mm-hmm. but um. The first one is Zainab Takes New York by Aisha Haruna Atta. And I like Aisha Haruna Atta's um, YA books. So this is her first foray into like young adult or whatever. Uh-huh. Or new adult books. And this is about Zainab who moves to New York to pursue her lifelong dream of becoming an illustrator. Um, but she's also on a mission to, you know, go out and, you know, fall in love. Mm-hmm. And then she, you know, has a roommate. And her best friend who wants her to, you know, get out and find someone. Mm-hmm. And then she starts hearing, like, the voice of her ancestors in her mind right. about finding someone and all this stuff. And her family's past kind of comes up. So it's a really good book. I enjoyed it. Um, I'd probably give it probably three and a half stars out of five. Um, but it was enjoyable. Um, it was a good, it was for her to, for this to be her first foray, I think it's a new adult or young adult. It was, it was good. Mm-hmm. But okay. um, my the, my book of the month though was the hookup plan by Sarah Roshan. It's the last book in her dating plan series. Oh my god, I'm sad because it's the end, and it's about London, who was the last of the girls, um, in this group of girls who all met because they all had a <laughs> had a blind date with the same guy who was basically cheating on them. Oh good. Um, and so she has a hookup with her childhood high school arch nemesis named Drew and come to find out Drew is actually working at her hospital she doesn't know it trying to figure out they should close the hospital that she works at 
Mm-hmm. And so it's a lot of crazy sexual tension and all kind of stuff, but it's so good. A lot of hot, 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 spicy, mm. spicy mm-hmm. sex scenes. Um, and yeah, so that's it. Oh, and I read oh, I read one more book. I read a really short book. It was super short, and it was called On the Third Day He Rose. And it was an Easter n- romance novella. And that sounds oh, so crazy. Nice. And, no, 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 girl. It On was the not like it was not all oh, mercy. I was like, oh, she said it's Easter. That can't be what I think it means. No, girl. It was not, it was not about Jesus, but, but he was rising, girl. But it wasn't about Jesus. Funny. <laughs> it was not about Jesus, but there was some rising going on. But that's my Danielle Allen. And ooh, honey, it was, ooh, it was, it was, it was good, very huh? steamy and very, it's very short. So you can read it in like an hour. But it was so spicy. I was like, my God, my 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 eyes are burning, honey. It was real <laughs> spicy. So yeah, I read that. But mm-hmm. uh, that's about it for the books. You kitty, what about you? What about listing romance? Are you listening to anything good? I'm gonna listen to some Tracy Chapman fast car after this podcast. <laughs> I know that much. <laughs> but other than that, other hit she had, <laughs> and she had, I she need had to give up some more. Oh, she had, oh, she had, baby, can I hold you? I see that oh. doesn't sound familiar to me. Okay, we're gonna play it. Okay, I'm gonna okay, play it right good. now so you can hear it. So, shout out to Tracy Chapman. <laughs> yes, Miss Chapman, we love you, baby. Can I hold you? Because that was a good song. Okay, I remember that song. Mm-hmm. Can you hear it? I do. Wait, is that it? It's not sounding familiar so far. Let me see. That's not it. Let's see. I was about to say that sounded like that was like from the theme of Bridgerton or something. That was some kids music a child was playing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she expanded on the okay, catalog. This is it here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, this is like a reggae song, right? Did she do the remake of it? Yeah. Or is this the original and they did it over? No, it's a remake. Okay. Oh, I love this song. Her voice really does put something special and different on it. But that's why Mm -hmm. uh, she says she fell in love with her. This voice. But yeah, that's that's good old Tracy Chapman. But I've been listening to this new dude. Um, his name oh. is Ballad. Okay. His um, name is Ballad? Like a ballad? Okay. Yeah, like a ballad. And I am completely obsessed with this song called Selfish. It's and I heard selfish. it on t- uh, TikTok. I heard it on TikTok. And I was like, I've been like writing to it and doing other nice. things to it. But it's such, oh, it's such a sexy song. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, huh. This guy, he got something, but this mm-hmm. is all right here. Let's see if it'll come in. Mm-hmm. I like his voice. Mm-hmm. 
but that's that's a song. I'm not gonna play the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. it's really good. I really yeah. like him. He that sounds really nice. But yeah, so play some Tracy Chapman. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> and play some ballad, selfish, and the other song I like by him is called Orange. So it's really, really good. Yeah. So that's it, you guys, for the podcast. Well, it's so great to be back and thank y'all for coming back and joining us and stuff. We definitely yes. miss y'all. Yes, so. and we will be back next week with another topic and some more things to talk about. So we'll talk to you guys later. Okay, have a great week, guys. Bye. Bye.